All right. So, um, interesting, Shiloh. Anybody here, if they have family members who are in the uh, the healthcare industry, um, is probably well aware that there are um, many professionals who are getting sick. And the question becomes: Is number one, are they allowed? To, are they allowed to decline? Show you know, do they have to show up to work? Do they? Um, are they obligated to work? Are they allowed to? What's the halacha? You know, is someone as a doctor allowed to expose himself to someone with coronavirus? Even if he's wearing a mask, we're still finding doctors that are becoming infected. Either, you know, there's so many things that that, that could happen. You don't even know how how necessary, how, you know, how it happened, but it can happen. It's not a, it's not a, it, it's unfortunately not an anomaly. And the question is, becomes for a firm doctor. My brother-in-law is one of them. What what are your obligations um, in this area? And uh, it's a mamish nagela maisa. So I found a tshuva. I found the tshuva from Rev. Yehuda Herzl Hinken. Who is this? This is Rev. Hinken's grandson. Um, he actually learned. He's born in Pennsylvania. I read. I I, ha, I found this tshuva from my grandfather. My grandfather knows him. Um, he's still alive. This Rev. Yehuda Hinken. He lives in Eretz Israel. Um, he's a born American. Uh, but he did a lot of Shemesh by Rav Hankin. He, he learned with his grandfather for five years. Um, and he has a tremendous Messiah. Unfortunately, what also he's known for, I'm sure you remember a few years ago, um, Rav Eitam Hankin and his wife were murdered in their car with their children. That was his son. And so now this Rav Yehuda Hankin is now raising his grandchildren, four of his grandchildren. Um, that Rav Eitam Hankin also wrote a Sefer, Chachav a Sefer. Um, but this, uh, this is his father, who's written about four chalak and Um, I got he's he's in the in the world. He, he he's known to be, I guess you could say, a tzioini. You'll read his chuvas. They're not not tzioini style. They're normal mainstream psak. Um, and he's a lot of his kabbalists are from his grandfather of Hankin. Um, he's, I I enjoy his chuvas very much. And he, he's very coherent, very clear. He gets to the point that he's a tremendous, tremendous hamachacham, tremendous hekif. Another interesting thing is he learned by Rav, um, Rav Gershuni. Who was Rav Gershuni? Rav Gershuni was a clean-shaven hamachacham. He was a tamachacham of um, Rav Bar Also, he's speaking from Chaim Oizer. Um, who else did he? He also, he was Rav Lazer's silver son-in-law. He was a tremendous, tremendous hamachacham. Who, who actually lived in the United States in the 50s. He moved back from Eretz Yisrael. Um, and Rav Gershuni was also known as a, a modernist. But again, his, his, a lot of his Taira, a lot of his Talmidim, this Rav, Rav Yehuda Henkin was one of his Talmidim. He learned by him as well. Um, he had a yeshiva in Brooklyn called Yeshiva's Eretz Yisrael, which in the 50s was uh, quite an anomaly to have a yeshiva, somewhat like Nair Yisrael, you know, servicing uh, college students, um, headed by this, this uh, Rav Gershuni. So this Rav Yehuda Henkin is a Talmud of his, and, and as is, he's a classic, classic Torah. Okay, so he has he has he has a tuva over here. This is a tuva from 1997, and the question was is how how what what are the parameters? How, how much does someone have to be machnas themselves? How much does a person have to um, put himself into a makom of sakana? Where are what what are the the the, the limitations and the obligations of this? Um, and 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 this question is not just pertinent to doctors who are servicing in the hospitals now. It's also pertinent to 
if you are a contractor, you know, and you're, or you're, you know, someone in construction or any, you're going to get in a car. How are you allowed to get in a car? Is a sakak sakana? How you allowed, how you allowed to do that? What, what are we had? We had some sort of some conversation. I can't remember in which chabura um, about the the gedarim of sakana. But that's that's really what we're going to talk about over here. When is a person allowed to? When is a person obligated to? And uh, we'll have we'll have a very interesting discussion. Okay. Says Rav Henkin. Again, Rav Henkin's grandson. I, I, I deleted part of the preface here. Not, it's not pretty. In your letter, you, you brought to my attention You cite the Achronim that a person is um, is 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 not obligated to put himself in tamakum of suffix sakana if it means he's going to have to save even if he's going to be able to save his friends to do a tremendous mitzvah, but it's putting his life a little bit at risk. No obligation. Saying achrenim. Who are these achrenim? So let me pull it up over here. I'm sorry I didn't uh, have this ready for you. I'll pull this up in one second. Give me one second, please. I can read it for you from the Mishnah Bura, but if I can get it for you right here, I'm not telling you who I know you, right? Oh. Really, Mishnah Bura is Machaber. In Simachin Chavtas, if you have a Mishnah Bura, you set up Sparm right near you, you'll probably be able to find a little faster. Right here. Um, here we go. Here it is. Here's the Mechaber. Let me zoom in. There's so many windows over here trying to zoom faster I can. Here we go. Look at the Mechaber here in Shulchan Aruch. This is in Hilcha Shabbos. Sivches. Haroa Sfina sheish ba Yisrael hamitiravis bayam. If it's Shabbos and you see a boat that's shaking in the in the in the in the waves and there's a Jew there. You see a, um, oh, what's it called? A flash, a flash river, a flash uh, um, flood, a flash flood coming. So, uh, and it's chasing somebody. Or, or, or you have another case. Or you see your friend being chased by a robber. Someone is, uh, you know, a, a mass murder. So, mitzvah kol adam l'chalalem Shabbos k'day l'hatzilam. It's not only allowed, it's a mitzvah to be mechal Shabbos to save them. That's the Mishra, that's what the Mechaber says. Says the Mishnah Berurah, Sivkotin Yates, Kedei l'hatzilam, umnikol makayim, so yes, I'm, it's a mitzvah for me to save them. However, im yesh sakona l'hamatzel, um, if there's a sakona to me, if I'm trying to save my friend, but there's a sakona, e'ne mechoyev, I'm not obligated to jump in, d'chayev koydem l'chayi chaveroi. My life, so, so Gemara really in, in Bamatini, so Nash Achrabi, Kibbutz Drasha, Chayacha Kodman, 
My life takes precedence over my friend's life. Says the Mishnah Baruch Hiddish. I'm looking at the situation and saying, you know what? I think I'm, I'm fast enough. I think I'm a good swimmer. I think I can save him over here. Not, it's not a vade sakana. It's a, it's a suffix sakana. Says the Mishnah Baruch. Nami adif my suffix takes precedence over your vadai. Ulam, says the Mishnah Bura, you have to really do, again, in, in, in the moment, you may not be able to do that. You have, says the Mishnah Bura's question is you have, to, you have to really think about it. You have to, you have to balance your, you know, the, 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 the risks. However, at the same time, you're trying to balance, you have to know this Mishnah Bura, like, hold. As I want that again, it's even suffix sakana. I don't have to jump in. Oh, wait a second, maybe it's not really a suffix sakana. Now the Mishnah Bura ends off. You know, don't don't spend too much time on this. If you're too uh, if you're too scrupulous in this, you're going to end up um, you yourself succumbing to the issue. So so according to the Mishnah Bura, strictly speaking, I think this is what he's referring to. Um, you see that you're not obligated. To risk your life, a suffix sakana for your friend. So I would think, simply put, um, a doctor who has to go to a hospital um, to treat patients with coronavirus, and he says, "Listen, I know you have masks and things like that, but it's a suffix sakana. It's a suffix sakana. I don't want to do it. I don't have to do it. Other my life The is telling me I shouldn't go. Is that the case? Is that the halacha? And should that be the mode of practice? So let's see right there over here. That's the Mishnah Baruch. Says Rav Henkin, Rav Yehuda Henkin. This is what the this is what the petitioner. This is what Shoel uh, recommend. He, this is what he 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 prefaced with this, this halach. Now the Hikshisa, you asked. The Gemara says it brings a brisa. If you have a city which is on the border of a country. Um, so they're obviously more susceptible and uh, to 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 to, um, to to external external nations. So mechalim l'anayim as a Shabbos, the mission the Brisa says, I'm allowed to be mechal Shabbos to go save that town, you know. And he's going to bring this in, by the way. He's he's and he's no gayabadavar. Um, he lives in Yerushalayim, but um, again, he he's the rav. He, he's a big basic for people in the Shomron, and people who live in the West Bank. The question becomes is how are they allowed to live there? It's, they're putting themselves in Tasakana. Why are you allowed, why are you allowed to do that? And uh, but but think of that, for example, if you hear about Yeshuv and Moshav who's in danger, they're on the Safar and they're and they're in danger, you're allowed to be Mikhail Shabbos to save them. And you can't make the argument, hey, it's their fault. They shouldn't have been there. You're gonna see why. He's gonna talk about that. It's a very important question. You're not gonna find this that many, many Yeshuvas. So he says. Um, the Bryce says, I'm allowed to be Mechal Shabbos. I feel in Bohal Iskei Tevin Bekash. Even if the Goyim are, are uh, sieging, taking siege just because they need the basics, they need uh, straw, nothing, they're, they're not coming to kill. But at the end of the day, we assume that they are. We assume we can't trust any guy. We assume they're coming to kill. And we are going to be Mechal Shabbos to save our brethren from such a siege. Every single Jew, no matter what kind of keeper you're wearing, you better run. You're to save them. 
So asks the Shoel, v'halo ha-matzilin, machnisim atzmam l'safek sakana. What's going on? This is a brisa. It's a brisa. No, undisputed. Right in the Rabbim Hilcha Shabbos. And now Mishnah Brewer brings Yisra that's telling me that for Safek Sakana I'm not obligated. You see that I'm obligated to give up, you know, to risk my life to go save my brethren who are, who are being attacked. So how do you reconcile those two things? That was the question. Now the Shell himself offered an answer. Shasham, the, the Bryce and Erechin is Mairimidin Kibush Eretz Yisrael. That's talking about specifically Eretz Yisrael, only a city in Eretz Yisrael. If it would be in Baltimore and we hear something happening, you know, on the coast, this, the Shoal is, is, is suggesting that we would not be obligated to save them on Bechal because I'm putting myself in Savak Sakana. It's Eretz Yisrael. Kibush Eretz Yisrael, that has a different, that those have different, that is a different parameter. Um, that's what the, that's what the Shoal wanted to answer. And Ukvar Kosav Kane, Rav Hengen says, the truth is, I saw that answer, but say for Eretz Chemda. However, I don't, I can't accept that answer. The Kol Kane's the Hoyle Ramam Mepharsh. Number one, Ramam should have said that. Let the Ramam say, Lasapar, the Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so he's quoting the Brisa, but hey, that, that's a huge nafkamina. If, if this halacha only applies to Eretz Yisrael, you should tell me that. Why didn't he say that? The Ayin Shab Halacha Chabdal in another Raya. Shekosav v'chein sfina to Rebbe's bayam, and that's what we saw in Shulchan Aruch. If you see a boat that's uh, you know, right, that that's that's at, 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 that's that that's uh, in a caught in a storm, so you're supposed to save them. Well, what are you going to say over there? Eretz Yisrael, that's in the water. Le'ena mishum kibush ha'aretz v'chein v'mishnah b'seches p'sach naf mem tesem and aleph shanu lahatzel min ha'goyim, like we saw in Shulchan Aruch. Also, if there's a rock, some you know, a murder, an axe murder chasing him. You're also supposed to save it. Women had no horror. Women had the lake. Women have a toilet. Right from a uh, a flash flood or a fire. That's also unfortunately we're in too many of these kind of shilas of, of, of fires. Running into a house to save someone on a, with a fire. Are you mechuyev? Are you allowed to do that? Am I allowed to risk my life? Should I do that? Should I run into a house? It's a suffix sakana. I may not come out alive. But the Mishnah says that haris mishuvach. So now, the, the Mishnah Bruce commenting on this halacha that no 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 suffix sakana you're not allowed to. I mean, I'd like is only when it's not a suffix sakana, so we'll see what he says. But but his point is, at least first off, this has nothing to do with Eretz Yisrael. This is not a halacha that's limited to Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so now he's going to preface with the basics. Move on to the next paragraph here. Page one. I first want to preface with the halachas of, 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 of a person putting himself into a situation of sakana. For starters, this is this is something eye-opening. This paragraph alone. If someone were to ask you, no, what's the pasuk that you're not allowed? They have to take care of yourself. It's a pasuk we've probably heard hundreds of times by now since this virus came out. What's the pasuk? Everyone's probably going to say, Look what he says. Number one, there's a pasuk in Beschan, and it says, Okay, that's one. The Gemara cites these psokim. Sounds like Chazal saying, "Oh, you see from over here, you're supposed to take care of your body." That's more of an asmach, but that lim is not pashat The pashat and the psukim oskim b'zihiras b'avodas Hashem. That's talking about 
you know, remember Madan Torah. Remember you were by Harsinai. Don't forget, don't forget that image. Don't ever forget the Torah. Look at the Mishnah Alvais. It's Gemara Menachais. It talks about the obligation to retain not your knowledge, retain your learning in Torah. It's not talking about taking care of your body on a phys- in a physical sense. And when Shemar the Menachais is the same context. It doesn't mean literally, you know, take care of your body. The Gemara is, is, is deriving this halacha from there, but he's saying is that that's not Pashav Shah. Maybe that's an Asmachta. So where is the source? Is this, if this is a Daraisa, if this is a Mitzvah Daraisa, where is it? So he says, you know what the truth is? Um, uh, he's going to be another riot to deflect this. Um, he says, The Gemara there brings a Joshua that a person, you're not allowed to curse yourself. You know, a person cannot say that, you know, he should be damned, he should be, you know, he should suffer, he should, you know, he should become a rush. You can't, you can't curse yourself. And what's the Pasuk? This Pasuk, the Ukonim Vaschanan. That's Ainay Mairi Besakon Abedir Hateva. That Gemara is not saying the Isser of Kilo, of cursing yourself, is only if you curse yourself that you should, be, you know, you should break a leg. It's not, it's not referring just to that. That's a general halacha. You're not allowed to curse yourself in any regard, even, even if it's Ruchnis, even if you're saying that you don't want to become a Tamachacha, whatever it is, you're not allowed to curse yourself. So, and yet, you, so you see that the, the Gemara doesn't, un, doesn't, doesn't treat that negatively. This is the Pashapshad of Sukkim, you don't need this, right? But you see, the Gemara themselves, are using these psukim to derive um, uh, derive other th- um, halachas other than just halachas that pertain to the physical body. So you see that that's not the pashab shav of the pasuk. Now he so what's the answer? How do Chazal see it? So he says, "I heard Tmima." How to resolve that? The odish tiretz is another. You could say shemik kefal v'ribli halashon nidrash l'rabe shmiras haguf. Maybe there are superfluous words here in the pasuk. Which, um, which, which, which imply which gave Chazal the liberty and the license to make such drushes. However, it says Rebbeinkin, there's another mafurish pasuk that Chazal don't bring. And he's, his question is why not? In Perakvei's and Sefer Dvarim it says, "Atem uvrim b'gvul acheichem b'neyesa." Behold, you are are now Moshe Rabbeinu's, uh, you know, Kadosh Baruch um Telling Kali so that now you're going to go past Esav. Make sure you don't wage war with them. Be very careful. Even Since the Pasuk says that you are not getting any part of Esav's land right now. So now it follows him. If you decide to fight with Adam, you're putting, you're, you're endangering yourself. The Asr. You're not allowed to do that. It's not a drasha. That's pashup Don't fight with Asa. Be careful because you're gonna. If you don't, if you if you start waging war, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pay for it. So so that's a pashup shot of nishmartemai. You have to take care of your body. I didn't see anyone talk about this question, but it's a very nice art. <coughs> Okay, so we've established that a person is not allowed to put himself into Sakana. That probably all of you knew already. He was just providing us with sources for it. Yeah. One could have argued, maybe this is only the Rabbana, not the entire. It's referring to the Rabbana and the Rabbana, but it's not right. 
Now, not only is it also to put yourself in sakana where it's uh, a clear cut sakana walking into Ramallah, not only that is Asr, that's almost like committing suicide. A person is obliged to take care of his body. He's not allowed to put himself into a matav where it's a suffolk. Now, what's a suffolk? But, but he's saying a suffolk is going to be Asr. Which discusses the halachas of, of, of digesting dangerous foods. Happens to be he's pointing out of Hankin. The Archashokan says, I just want to point out the base says it's Efsher. Maybe it's possible that it should be Asr. Put yourself into, into Suffolk Sakana. But then again, what's a Suffolk Sakana? This is only true if it's a danger which is likely and it's tangible. Okay? To say, well, maybe something will happen. I don't know. I can't predict. You know, if I get into the car, maybe I'll get into an accident. Is that a sakana? So that's aluma. That's hidden. You don't see anything. You don't see any sakana in front of your eyes. You're allowed to drive your own car. You know, you know, if you'd want to compare and contrast, you know, getting in a car or or going taking the bus, probably taking the bus is less dangerous. He says, Even though the chances are, the statistically speaking. Um, it's a greater sakana to take a car than to take public transportation. So why why don't I have to take public transportation? He says, This is only a statistical, yes. There maybe there's a, 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 a 2% chance if you take a bus and a 4% chance if you take a, take a car. But that's a 4% chance. But in any case, people don't look at getting a car and say, sakana. You know, if you say, yeah, I'm going to take a stroll in Ramal, they're, they're going to say, are you crazy? That's a sakana. Um, that may be a valid sakana, but even a subic sakana, you know, person, you know, bungee jumping. We had that discussion. Maybe that's what we talked about. This, you know, is that maybe that's not a sakana? I don't know. When I hear someone going to bungee jumping, that's the first thing I think of. You're falling out of a plane. I, like things go wrong. Like I don't know. You know, that's hanaga, hanaga sailam. You could say dashibarabim, maybe on that. But um, it has to be something that he's saying is nicker, something that you could you could recognize. You you feel it. You feel the sakana in the air. Um, says of Hankin, this is going to change based on your location and, and, and the time that you live in. He says, for example, the previous generation, and he's writing this in 1997, you, it was, you couldn't get up there at the pulpit and say, you're not allowed to smoke. You can't do that. You know, people talked about it, maybe, maybe. That depends which area you lived in. But definitely it wasn't as publicized as it is today. But Al-Kazeh Amr, we miss a Shabbos, and this Rabbi has a Shufa, right? The Gemara says, V'sha'am HaKaim's haven did dashu, dashu, V'sha'am HaKaim's Hashem. Once the public has dashu uh, trampled over it, they're, they're accustomed to, to doing such a practice. So then, V'sha'am HaKaim's Hashem protects them. He says, That's not true anymore. You can only say, 
by a sakana, which is not nicker, by a sakana, which you which is not so which is not so tangible. Um, you can't say that. So mean, meaning to say, he, he's got something right here, and I mean, since then many other places can have said it that smoking is absolutely forbidden because of this. It's a tangible suffix. Yeah, the tangible suffix, the suffix, 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 the pashas, and you can't you can't do it. There's no more dashabi rabbi. So um, right now, as we stand, if you would, uh, I don't know the statistics of of doctors going into the hospital. You'd have to do a little bit, a little bit more. I think they're still doing their own research right now. They don't necessarily know. You know, a doctor gets sick from coronavirus. Was it from his house? Was it from his wife? Was it from the hospital? It's not. It's not so easy to 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 verify. Um, but they are finding that even younger. What I did read was that they are finding that even younger staff. In the hospitals, when they contract, when they the, the virus, it, it is it is uh, harming them even uh, to a more severe degree than others. Um, so they are saying they are they are at a higher risk than the standard population. Is that a tangible suffix? I don't know, but I think even if it is, we're going to see in this chupa um, what the outcome should be. But right now, he's saying a suffix akana is aser min hatora. You're not allowed to put yourself into into such a situation. That's the uh, of the Radvaz, where he just goes through the Radvaz, wrote so much. He has a whole a whole chilek just on, on explaining Rambams. Um, he also made a distinction between um, situations. Over there, he's dealing when a person puts himself into Sakana to save his friend. Um, that would be very similar. Again, until now, he's just saying, I want to put myself in the South, South, South Kona. I want to smoke, right? I want to go bungee jumping. Now, the Ratvaz is talking about, I want to jump into the river to save my friend. So that's the Shail of the Shulchan Aruch. So what the Ratvaz says like this is very, it's, it's not cryptic, it's, it's very important in his language. Umash Asiyam, what the Ratvaz concludes in his tshuva, She'im hasafik enay mukhra, you know, you're sitting there, you're watching the river, the, you know, it's, it's flowing fast. You can't figure out, is this really a suffix? Is it not a suffix? It's not mukhra. Elanota elahatsala. You have this feeling that I think I could do it. I think I, I, I have a good, I have a hunch. Nota elahatsala. Vuhuloistakein. He's going to explain what that means. Vuhuloistakein. And then you say, I have a hunch I could save him. And then you just don't jump in. Um... So uh, he says, You're violated a lot. The Ramam adds another laugh to this as well. Anytime a person has the opportunity to save a, another human being, he violates two lavin. The two lavin which he violates. Um, you'll have to excuse me. I have the wrong cord over here, and my laptop is about to die. One second. So it sounds like from the language of, of the um, of, of the Radvaz as follows. He says, Ain Pirusha, the fourth line here on this on the left hand column. Ain Pirusha, says Rav Hankin, it what Rav the Radvaz is, he's not saying Shalo Yis, uh, it's not saying Shalo Yistakin Klaal, he's not saying that it's only permitted, you're only violating um, excuse me, um, 
when the Ridvaz says, he thinks he's going to save him, that doesn't mean you only violate it when you only violate when you assess the situation and you concluded that there's absolutely no sakana. He's not saying that. You could violate this even if it's not so clear as day that you're not that, that, it, that, that you're going to be safe. Because you're inclined to think that you're going to you're going to be safe. Even though you actually might come to be endangered, it's not so simple. Um, but you think you could do it, and you don't. Look! Look at the beginning. Look at the, at the, at the beginning of the Chuvah of the Ritvas, where he says the case is you see your friend drowning. You know, unfortunately, we hear stories. There are a few of them last year. You know, of a father dumping into into the river, into the yard, and there was that mice near Israel to save his daughter, and he saved his daughter, but he died. Um, you know, would you, if he thought he could save her, he was mechuyiv to do that. He was attack mechuyiv to do that. I say when we we hear these cases, you know, like oh wow, why did he do that? And again, it's his daughter. Anyone would probably do that, but there could have been a chance that he's actually mechuyiv to do that. He was doing the mitzvah. I don't care Hashem. He's trying to do the rotten Hashem. It's just something to bear in mind when we hear these types of events. Um, but if you see the language of the Ritvaz, is that it, it's clear that you see your friend drowning. Or there's an animal dragging him in the street. Obviously, if you try to get yourself involved, you're putting your own life at risk. You see that the Ritvaz is dealing with a case where it's not so simple that on the tzad that you could save him, you're going to be totally safe. It's even though you're going to put yourself into this crazy sakana, you might, you might endanger yourself. And here he references another troop of his. His troop is called Bnei Banim. It means the grandchildren. It's like kind of giving credit to his grandfather, Rebankin. What we learned by said for five years. So if you look in these chubas, should the yakti kain beramba? I made such a that the same dig in the Rambam Hilchas Rotzeach. Eric Alef Alochli Yitalik. Shalachin Kasa. The Rambam writes as follows: Shahayachol lahatzil v'lo hitzil. If I could save him and I don't, oiver aloisamay the oid mitzvus. The Rambam brings other mitzvus, like I mentioned. However, you know what he doesn't bring? Havol hishmit v'hashevayisaloi. He doesn't say, you know what? You're also over there's a chiv of a hashiv You're returning a lost object. The Gemara says it's also saving another person's soul. You're you're makayma mitzvah of a hashiv If if I get a mitzvah by returning your phone, calls again. I get a mitzvah by returning your soul by by keeping you safe. And yet the Rambam doesn't say that, that if I don't do it, I violate hashiv He brings other assays, mitzvah assays that I violated. He doesn't bring hashiv Why not? That's our Hankin's question. He's a beautiful parrot. He says the reason why the Rambam doesn't bring it. Is someone goes tries saving somebody, majority of the time you're endangering yourself. When it comes to it's different. It's different than saving a person's life. I'm never required to put myself to any sakana um, if it, it, when, when talking about returning your lost objects. So therefore, that mitzvah doesn't apply in a sakana. So what do you see from here? If the rabbi doesn't bring that mitzvah, what's the vice dice? 
the voice dice is, is that the Raman's talking about a case where you are somewhat endangering yourself. If you wouldn't be endangering yourself, the Raman should have said, if you stood there and you didn't save your friend, you violated Vashavai Salah. The reason why the Raman didn't say that because you didn't violate Avashiv Aslov, because it was a Safik Sakana. And yet the Rambam says, in that situation of Safik Sakana, if you don't save your friend, you're over on Lysamadamariacha. So what do you see? A raya to the Radvaz from the Rambam, says Ravankin. You see a raya that you are obligated to save your friend, even though you're putting yourself into a Safik Sakana. So he continues, The Rambam writes in the Sefer HaMitzvah, You know, saving the, the one who's drowning will, will require you to swim. The Rambam doesn't say to, you know, throw, throw him a plank of wood so that he could, you know, like a life jacket. It doesn't say that. You should, you should, you should jump in and swim. And says Ravenkin, excuse me, via it's known If you gotta jump into that river, that flash flood, you're endangering your own life. Number one, I was I was a lifeguard. I'm not certified anymore. But uh it's known that, that the one who's drowning, you have to as a lifeguard, you have to be very concerned that he will try to drown you. That's that that's that's, that's well known. Grabs the lifeguard, umat bio yacharimon, and drowns him with him together. Or where the Rambam says that you're obligated to help your friend who's being chased after Rodef, you're putting your own life in danger, like he said earlier. Look what happened. There's one opinion in the Gemara that Pinchas is actually killed, that Zimri turned around and killed Pinchas. The Malachim came. But no one ever stopped anyone and said, no, 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 don't go save him. He might kill you. No one said that. If we would say you are only obligated, you're only allowed to save your friend as long, only in a situation where you're not going to be endangered. So then, um, if we would say there cannot be any, any chance, any chance of danger, you're never going to have a situation of Hatzalas Nefashos. Because almost all the time you're going to be, you're going to be um, faced with this decision of, I may be putting my own life a little bit at risk. Therefore, don't be, this is a quotation of the Mishnah like he says, don't be too, too diligent. Don't be too scrupulous in, in trying to decipher you know, the statistics over here. Generally speaking, there's going to be a suffix, and yet the Torah says, put yourself in the suffix. Now the question is, what's that gather? He says, if it's a suffix that's nicker, um, if it's suffix that's nicker, so then it has to be whether it's nota elahat solo like the red vase. It could be a nicker suffix. It could be very well, you know, the house is burning, but it's only been burning for about an hour. What did the firemen say? The firemen say, usually after an hour and a half, that's when, you know, I'm going to give you an example, that's when the floorboards start caving in. She said, well, it's only been an hour. They're telling me that that should be okay. So now, I'm, I'm so says the Radvaz, obligated to save him, obligated to run in there. And if you don't run in there, then you are going to violate Ame Yisurim. That's what, that's, what, uh, that's what he's saying at this, at this point. So now, if that's the case, says Hankin, we can now dispute your proof from the Gemara Erevin, which you started at. 
Again, the Gemara says there, what's the Brisa saying? The Brisa says that, um, that, that if you see, uh, if you hear about a city who's being siege, who's under siege, even if it's just for monetary reasons, go be Mechal Shabbos. Go save them on Shabbos. So I asked the Shoah, what do you mean? I'm putting myself at danger. It says, that's not a Raya, says Ravankin. Let me ask you a question. How come the Gemara is talking about the city that's on the border? It says, according to the Brisa, you're also allowed to go save a city that's internal. You know, a city that's smack in the middle of the land. When Goyim are there, when Goyim come for Iskei Nefashais, not for Iskei Heaven of Akash. Heaven of Akash, that, even for monetary reasons, that's only for cities that are on the border. But a city that's, that's uh, more local, that you can you can be Mechal Shabbos if it's Iskei Nefashais. Let me ask you, says Rebankin, according to the Achreinim, she'ein adam chayv l'hachnas atm l'asavak sakona k'dei l'hatzel chaveira. If we say, like that is the head that we saw in the Mishnah Baruch, that you're not obligated to risk your life um, to save your friend, even though your friend is, is endangered in a vada sakana, shuv kasha, lama mitzvah alachayim latzeis l'atzel. I don't understand. Forget the price of Isapar, even in internally. Why am I obligated? I hear about a, a, a town that's being taken over by Arabs. Why do I have, why do I have an obligation to go save them? But aim the tarots. Maybe you're going to say, well, no, internally, that's even a bigger mitzvah. Maybe they're going to take over the entire city. And that's, I guess, a more of a metropolitan area. It's, it's, it's more land, more of a concern. No, if your concern is about the land, so then we should, be, we should allow you to save those people even if the siege is for monetary purposes. You see that they take over cities for, for monetary, purpose, monetary uh, interests. The reason is not because of Kivish Arts. The reason why you're allowed to go be Mechal Shabbos to save your friends who are under siege is because it's a mitzvah to save a person from Sakana. If in regards to the city that's on the border, maybe we, we Chazal dictated, and in those situations, it's going to be a sakana, even if they're coming for mama. That is a difference between a city that's more internally based as opposed to on the on the borders. And yet, this or had to have to learn the Gemara. He's basically saying, I'm strengthening your question. It's not just on the border you have questions. From any city, you're allowed to save your, allowed to save your friends. So what's, what's the pshat? And, and that's him talking about when the siege is out to kill them. So certainly you're putting yourself at a higher risk. Imagine. If his question was from, I'm allowed to be Chavez, to save my, my friends in a city who are under siege for monetary purposes. Am I putting myself at a sakana? They're under siege. They want money. Okay, how, how crazy are Goyim over money? Is he going to kill me over it? Maybe. And yet I'm allowed to be Mechal Shabbos. So, you have a question on that? I'm allowed even to go save my friends who are under siege, you know, for blood. People are out, you know, they're out to get them. Certainly if I show up and say, hey, don't kill my friend, they're going to come kill me first. 
Why am I allowed to do that? What are the Achrenim going to say with that? So says Rav Hankin, Ain Yefarshu, Habraisi Mairi, Bahatsola Shain by Sakona Lamatul Yoiser, Measher Bechol Hatsola Milistam Mirodev. They're going to have to say, these Achrenim will have no other choice but to explain that we're talking about a case that the, the Sakona is not any worse than a standard um, chase, a, you know, a standard, uh, a standard um, rodeh. The Afal Pekin Mitzvah Lahatzel, Shezehu Shehid Gish HaRambam the Hilchas Shabbos. This is what the Rambam um, stresses. Shemitzvah Al Kol Yisrael Lotisvah Lavei Lazer LaAchem Shebematzor. The Rambam says it's a mitzvah on every single Jew to go help their friends. Who are under siege? What's the what's the what's the answer? He says, how, how, how they're under siege. They're they're out to kill them. Why am I allowed to do that? Listen to what he says. This is an interesting chiddush uh, in the read of the Rambam. If you have the multitudes in mass, right, coming to save their friends, the majority, maybe some of them might, but the majority of them will, will succeed. He says, I agree, says Rav Henkin. If, if I hear about a city, an entire city under siege, and it's me and my friend, two of us, you know, am I, is the Raman talking to me? Is the Raman saying, you know, you know what, it's a mitzvah hatzel. No, says Rav Henkin. Who am I? I'm, I'm, I'm the Maccabeeim. I'm not going to be able to defeat them. Because then it's no longer a suffix sakana. Then it's a sincere, genuine sakana. Okay, so now where, where, where are we at? So basically he's he's um he's deflected the kasha from Gemara Irvin, saying back Gemara where I'm entitled to go save my friend in a city who's under siege, whether internally in Eretz Yisrael or, or on the borders, not because of Kibusha Aretz. The reason I'm allowed to do it is because it's a suffix, Sakana, and it's only a suffix, and, and Chazal deemed that such a situation is worthy of me taking the chance, um, even though I may be putting my life a little bit at risk, but it is to save my friend. I'm, because of the Chiyuvim of Loisam and and other mitzvahs, affiliated, associated mitzvahs. That's the obligation. Again, if there would be no mitzvah to save, I'm not allowed to put myself into Suffolk Sakon. But if in a case where I could help people, I could really do a mitzvah of Leisam I'm obligated to Leisam even though I'm putting myself um, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a risk. Um, as long as you have those, those uh, golden words of the Ridvaz, note that Ella Hatzal, I have a better chance at saving him. <coughs> and obviously saving myself too. That's no tell at all. It doesn't mean just to save him and, and, and I die. It means that I could save him and I would be saved as well. Fine. Vehine. Now he's going to say a very important uh, get there to this suffix. It's only prohibited to, to, to put yourself to such a situation. It's only if you're doing it for no reason. Now this parnasa v'derech yishuvo shel olam, or it's the normal. It's 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 normal normative practice. It's mutter. For example, he says, "I am a sechus ba'am mitzia da'akuf yibezim and alav It says in a brayzim, "Ve'elav who noyseyes nafshay." It's a pasuk that says that you have to pay your workers on time because he's waiting. He, he his like noyseyes nafshay. He's waiting to receive his 
you know, to, to sustain his nefesh. He's waiting for his paycheck every day. So says the Gemara, why is why does a guy you know uh, a person in, in building you know he gets up on a scaffold 60 feet 100 feet high up why would he do that he's endangering himself he's putting himself at a risk why would he ever do that so says says the Gemara he's willing to take a chance because he needs a paradise he needs money we learn from that Gemara the Gemara learns out from there that anything that's a normative um, procedure, uh, normative job, norm, normal thing to do, he says, and, and, uh, There are the Naidi who's a famous Shuva about hunting. I mean, a lot of go hunting. There he deals with Tarwal Chaim. He also deals with, that, with going out to the forest where. There are chayus rows, and you're putting yourself at odds. So there it says the since you are within the framework of uh, standard behavior, standard standard mode of practice for professionals or professional hunters, whatever it is, that's fine. You're not you're not violating the issue of the shmartan of the So he says another example. Okay, says Rav Hank, in adam kishoter. You're allowed to be a, be a policeman, even in Baltimore. Even though there are chances that you that, that you may not make it home at the end of the day. Oh Kavai, or be a fireman. How can you do that? Misharmikzot. How you let it take such a job? Not only can you do it, you're obligated to do it. Turn the page, Ramiya. So that you don't make your job now into a whole um, scheme. They're paying you for the job. You signed up for the job. Now that it's that it's permissible, like the Naidi Bihuda says, if you're a fireman and the Torah says you're allowed to be a fireman, if you're a doctor and the Torah says you're allowed to be a doctor, now you're obligated. To go treat the patient. You're obligated to go put out the fire in the house. He says, I forgot to check what that means. I don't know what that means. Is that is that someone who does demolition with like a wrecking ball? Is that is that what Matan Chavala is? I'm not sure. Maybe. I think it might be somebody who works with ropes. If you're the person who ties up the ship with the ropes, it's a difficult job. You get uh, pulled in by the ropes. It might be that. It's called uh, Google Translate. Oh, matan <laughs> chavala. Well, okay, it's a demolition charge. Maybe that's the chimney we're talking about. But what hamafarik? He's oh, maybe he's doing explosives. There's also according to Google Trends, improvised explosive device. Maybe someone who's doing dynamite. I don't know. Point is, it's a risky. It's a risky job. 
he said, but since it's a normal thing to do, people will endanger themselves to take that. And it has to be a, 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 a significant amount because otherwise you're going to say, but it's a kolodom. You know, if one guy is, uh, you know, uh, 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 an extremist and he he's ready to take the job, no one else would do that. I don't think, maybe he would be mukhliyev because he's ready to take that job. I don't think most people would be. Um, but if it's if it's a standard job, you have many people doing it, so then you're obligated. Right? Mikri tafkid. Even if you're part of a, a corporation and there maybe the other people there, but that's, you signed up for that job. You're tafkid. You're allowed, it follows that you could put yourself in the sakan to save your wife and kids. Um, oh, maybe that's a tafkid. What's tafkid chavrati? I thought chavrati is, uh, again, it's modern Hebrew over here. Uh, social, for social reasons. It says here, social role. Social job, I guess maybe uh, maybe means that uh, it's more personal. Something that a father would do. He says maybe for the He says is Yaakov, Yaakov Avinu across the river Shehever and yet Lamada. He was left alone, and he's learning in the that it's due to the fact that he was bringing them all over. He was left alone. Um, which is not really Pashim I don't think most of you trying to learn like that at all. Um, so I'm not sure about much of much of a ride from there. But he feels that as long as it's a normal thing to do, and a a a, a uh, an employee would not violate over the Israel and follows that now you're obligated to do the job because of Um and here's another and now again, so plugging this back into our, our Shiland hand. You know, a doctor who's, who's, this is what they do, right? They put, they, they're, they're there to help patients. I can't imagine that they'd violate on because, again, even assuming that it was in Suffolk Sakana, we have to know the data, study the data. I'm sure stuff will come out as we move along. It's amazing to see how many chuvas there have already been regarding coronavirus, which already are outdated. They're irrelevant because of the, um, the speed of information over here and things are constantly changing. A lot of the chubas are just they're 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 not so no gay anymore. Um okay, but but it would follow that a doctor, and this is his job, this is what he signed up to do it, and he's mukhiv to do it. He's he's either if he doesn't show up to his job. And he's not violating the own nira says of Hankin. Furthermore, it appears Shakol Olam and this is not referring to a job necessarily, but if what your practice, what you're doing is Yishav HaOlam, this is how you settle the land. This is how this is how you live. This is called civilization. He says, That same price that we started with is a proof. Now he's going to take this to explain how Jews can live in the West Bank. He says, over there, the Gemara says, it's clear in the Gemara that if you live on the outskirts in those cities on the border of, the, of Eretz Yisrael or in Babel, you are living in a Sakana. You're living in state road. I allowed to live in state road. I allowed to do that. The Gemara never said you're not allowed to do that. The Gemara says, go help them. 
if they understand. He says, Commercial limits, you know, is a log of a crack. The one ever said you can't live in a specific city. The one ever, ever says about living in a city. Okay, that's not a serious sakana, I know what he's quoting here. It's not, the quality of air is not, not so great. You know, talk to people who live in Mexico City. Um, they still live there. They're most people. Okay, so he's saying, how, how would you be allowed to live in a city if we tell you that the, the pollution or in LA, the, you know, uh, the quality of air is, is not so healthy. How are you allowed to do that? There it is. That's Yishuv Sha'olam. That's what he says. Elokevon shekach darko shal'olam since this is the normal way lodr b'mekomah shonim lo shayich lesem yishmur v'nishmartem this is normal behavior. This is how people live. How could you answer this on people? Im lo tomarkein and if you don't say that yeh'asr liyashit leishiv b'midbarais or to be uh, to dry out um, marshes, which are dangerous. You know, there's wet sand, quicksand, whatever you want to call it. How are you allowed to do all that? People had such jobs. And talks about And yet, people did live in the Midbar. People, people lived in places in Chazal never asked it. But this Lintosh Armas Muchas Sapar. The Gemara says, you know, the Gemara talking about cities on the Sapar. Hey, wait a second. How come the Gemara never said, hey, we need a pullout plan? You know, the disengagement. They never talked about that. And now, you know, why? Because if, if you bring the cities, you know, closer in, you're, you're always going to have someone on the Sapar. So, Chazal never answered that. You're allowed to live in the West Bank. Even though it's much, much more dangerous than living in Yerushalayim. Remember, we discussed this in Ramban when we talked about the Chuvis Meil Tzaka, about moving to Israel. The Ramban holds as a mitzvah of Yeshiva Arts. Even if you're a Rishain who holds that there is no mitzvah of Yeshiva Arts, you still have a have have a have. They would still agree that there's a mitzvah over here. I guess because Lotalis Arabim, you're 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 doing it for the cause of the the, the majority of Eretz of Kali, so who is living closer in. Um, so he says Yishuv Haaretz and the fact that it that um that it's uh Parnasa. Those are two reasons that a person is allowed to put himself into uh, what we what may what what an observer may per um, perceive as being a makam sakana that's not that's how Kaddish Baruch Hu runs the world if that's something that's normal that's something that people do um you're not and therefore Mamela you're machuyev to um again if there's a chiv of Lisam to save somebody like our case you're machuyev to do that or if you're uh he find, he says there's a mitzvah you may not be machuyev to live in Shamran um, but at least there's a mitzvah. You know, Begin was the one who started calling it the Shomron. Yehuda Shomron. He was very machved. They used to call the occupied territories. Um, uh, Begin was so mad. This this was one of his big things that 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 no. Now that we have to refer to it the way that the Torah refers to it. Um, but question: Should we continue with the next next part over here? Okay, not. Let's hold off. I know we're three minutes short. If anyone has any questions, we'll take them. The next, the next, the end, he's going to deal with now, the savior friend, going back to this mission of Buru. Um, and then uh, a very interesting thing from the Sefer Hasidim.
which hopefully we'll get to next week. Okay, Yasher Kayak, everyone. Okay, have a good night.